Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. you got myself, Bruno, and I'm joined by a man who's uh, looking to make his Major League debut, playing for the Kansas City Royals as a replacement player. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Blockheads, millions around the world. No, I wouldn't get a gig either, Greeno, because I'm not – I don't have the proper documentation, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, get a gig either. Can't get it. Can't get into Canada. Yeah. Ah, they yeah. wouldn't, Greeno, in Canada, they wouldn't even let me drive the team fucking bus, mate. They, the because bus you've, got to, you've yeah. got to have your got to have your vaccine passport. I'm afraid if you're going to drive the team bus, we don't care much yeah. about your passport going in or out of the country, though. You know, no criminal history, drug charge. Nah, don't worry about that. <laughs> you're backed up. Yeah, but if you're here, I mean, you better produce yeah. your vaccine passport. So yeah, that that was the yeah. that was probably the craziest. Uh, sports story in a week of crazy sports stories, I think. That was probably oh, the craziest one this week. Yeah. So if you missed it, the Kansas City Royals, if you're not a baseball fan, I don't I don't blame you. But uh if you missed it, the Kansas City Royals, uh was it forty percent of their of their team? Forty percent of their, of their roster. roster, correct. So their forty percent of their make roster the were trip. missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Including uh probably three of their best trade candidates, which is then brought into question how much they're gonna get in return for these candidates because they play in a division where you frequently have to go to Toronto. Mm. So if you trade for them, they're like, oh well, they're gonna miss this series, that series, and if we play in the playoffs against Toronto, well they're not gonna be able to make three of the seven games. Mm. Fuck me, how much value are there? Uh it's I mean, a circus, to, to be honest. It's almost like the Canadian government is trying to win the pennant this year because they're <laughs> they've introduced this rule and they're going to stop like, you know, half. If you can only take half of your roster every time you go into That's Canada. Awesome. Well, I mean, you got the battle half one already, don't you? It's fucking, this is to give a face. This is nice, Gary. This is like 4D chess here. They're like, look, <laughs> nice, man, we, we need to bring the pennant up to Canada. <laughs> yeah. uh, how do we do it? Fuck it. Lock the Americans out. <laughs> Justin Trudeau got on the blow. Look, Justin, we've got this killer idea, okay? We'll, we will finally win something again. And he said, all yeah. right, sounds good. Vax passports at the border. Let's fucking go. So, yeah, congratulations, yeah. Canada. I mean, that's thinking outside the box, Grant. It's Moneyball, really. It's 100% Moneyball. <laughs> this is Moneyball 2.0. They're like, they're taking it to the level above. Now, uh, if we can do a, a nice Gary, though, yeah. to the nice Kansas City Royals. Gary! Missing 40% of their roster, beat the Blue Jays today. Did they? <laughs> now, see. Yeah. Now, that's the risk you run. If you're going to jump in bed with the Canadian government in order to come up with this conspiracy to stop uh, the American teams bringing all of their players in an, in an effort to try yeah. and steal a pennant, if you are going to go down that path, Greeno, then you have to win because it's like, Probably. you know, it's like if, you, if you're a high school boy and you got asked to fight box against a girl, you know, it's like, well, mm. if I win, I look like a prick because it was an easy, I'm expected to win. But if I lose, yeah. I'll never hear the end of it. So it's a, you, it's a lose-lose situation, unless you do get the pennant, because then everybody doesn't care. They just go, yes. That's it's a winner. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So well done there to the Kansas City. Uh, get the win today. Hmm. Need them to not win tomorrow, because I'm on the Jays tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> nice very nice important. Scary. They need to lose tomorrow. Yeah, congratulations uh, on the win today, uh, boys. But don't make a habit of it, because we are betting against yeah. you in our multi. We're, okay. we're, that's it. We've got a $5 bonus bet on this bad boy. We that's need to win. So, uh, story time, if we can, sir. I like stories about pinatas. Uh, it's kind of a historic night uh, on this particular show. Uh, how long? How long ago was? Did we stop doing the show from from your house? That was what's it called March. I guess it was like just before lockdowns, right? March twenty mm. twenty. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, I'd say so. There we go. So uh, since then, been doing it from the privacy of our own home uh, during the lockdown, pandemic, those kind of things, which means, and for anyone who's listened to this show frequently. Mm. Well, come on, man. (laughs) Let's not kid ourselves here. There's six people that listen to the show frequently. No, no, no. There's six people who listen at any given time, but that doesn't mean that they're always listening. I think it's just six Mm. different bots every single show, Greeno. Could be, could yeah. be, but we love them. The bots will understand. Yeah. Uh, first show I've done sober is since fucking March 2020. Been sick as a dog this week. Mm. Literally had to take my first sick day in three years. Felt weird having to call in, mm. going, I'm too sick to even get to my home office. Doctor, uh, doctor, give me the news. <laughs> like, I've been sick in the last three years, but at the same time, I'm like, mate, the fucking office is there. I'll you can't, right. you can't. Look, I'm sorry, you're my friend, so I have to be honest yeah. with you. 
You can't yeah. you can't just wave that away like, look, I've been sick in the last few years. Like a normal person can do that, but you're you're always sick. So it's like not like, oh look, I've been no, sick no. in the last few years. It, it should be yeah. like I have been sick for the last few years. You well, know? well you gotta remember, kids kids have been in lockdown, mm. weren't going to daycare for big sporadic periods. Uh, so ha- had some nice, healthy kind of batches there, uh, which, which was quite nice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I mean well this week. So uh off the booze mm. for the week and still not feeling hundred percent. So good you know, for you, man. I can't even I can't do that. Even if I'm like really sick in bed, really flued up and I've been I've had some really bad flus where I've been like in bed for a month kind of thing and just fucking mm. feel like I'm dying. Still can't, you know. <laughs> I'll still get up and grab a shot of whiskey from time to time. It's like, well, <laughs> I am home. I'm taking antibiotics. Like, you know, I'm just drifting in and out of sleep watching movies anyway, so I may as well make the room spin a little bit while I'm here. That's it. Get that buzz. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting how the show pans out when I'm drinking a hot toddy sans the, the whiskey. Uh, so without the whiskey, what is a hot toddy then? It's just like hot lemon uh, juice, isn't it? Yeah, boiling water, honey, and lemon juice, which is, is well because it means I can actually speak, which I haven't been able to do for the last four days. No, Jagermeister uh, so- Greeno. That used to no, be yeah, the trick no. back in the day. That used to be the priest. No, but that was like priest singing. That was to lubricate lubricate your throat. So yeah. when you scream your tits off because you can't sing properly, <laughs> uh, your voice doesn't get too fucked up. Too fucked up. Yeah, just a yeah, little. That's how it works. Hmm. Now, that's that. You can close that story. That, was, okay. that wasn't too good. I like stories about pinatas. Well, no, you, you, you got to expand. So uh, you've obviously been working from home, but you're not really working, though, are you? You've been sick in bed and stuff. So. You must have you because usually what happens, folks, if you're new to the show, and you are because you're a bot, you're a bot that's been hired by someone else out there who mm. just got the cheap bots that just change every single week. But there's only six yeah. of them. So if you are one of our bot friends out there, you would know that uh, every time Greeno spends an ex, you know an extended period of time in the bed, uh, sick or or what have you. It usually comes up with some kind of strategy to make another excuse to watch old DVD box sets. And so I'm wondering, while you were sick, uh, which what did we go through? Which series did we decide to revisit, and so on and so forth? What 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 did you watch while you were sick? You, you, know, you know me, you know me too well, I sir. Do. So uh, <laughs> wasn't a box set this time, though. Okay? okay, I said, look, I'm taking a different strategy because. Between the couple of different streaming sites that I don't pay for that uh, my friends have kindly mooched off, (laughs) there's a lot of films on there that I haven't seen. Then I'm like, oh, I'll get around to watching that eventually. I'll put it on the watch list. I'll do that. that." Now, what I've been trying to do is find classics that I feel like I should have watched Mm. or one song, like movies I've heard about where I'm like, I feel like I should have watched that. And I always avoid serious, like, drama stuff because yeah. I'm like, if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie at the end of the day, I, like, I don't want to be depressed. I want to, I, I want uplifting stuff. So I avoid the depressing shit. Mm. But this time, I'm like, I'm literally laying in bed. I'm going to watch six movies a day. I can watch the depressing shit because, you know, I can just put someone else on after. Yes. So I went through and, and watched, watched plenty of, like, old, older flicks uh, that I felt like I, had, I should have seen but hadn't seen. So okay. uh, I had, like, a Dead Poet Society. Nice, hadn't seen that. Yeah. that last night. Uh, I watched The Accountant. Uh, that, was, that was pretty good. That, that With was Matt Damon. Matt Damon, is it? Or the no, Ben Affleck one. one. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, the man. autistic guy and he, yeah, right. Right on. Fucking surprisingly good movie. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I, I mean, it's shooting, that, it's shooting and hiding and secrets and shooting. So you know, you get what you get, right? <laughs> but I like, I like the mash shit because I'm a nerd. Yeah. So that was good. And, and then, uh, then that led me to the other Affleck movie, Gone Girl. I'd never seen that. That one was pretty good. So it was, it was um, a Ben Affleck week then while you were sick. It was a bit of an Affleck was, week as much as I could. He was going to bring I you back all- to health. Ben Affleck. Yeah. I watched a real terrible movie called uh, The Comeback Trail okay. with uh, Robert, Robert De Niro, Zach Braff, and someone else in it. Fuck me. That was bad. I don't know what happened to Robert De Niro. Like, he's obviously got, like, a lot of gambling debts mm. because some of the movies he's chosen to do in the second half of his career, mm. my word, he's just doing it for the paycheck because it's absolutely terrible. He's not you know doing what? it for the art. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of agree with you. I don't think he's doing it for the paycheck, though. I think he's it's. I think for Robert De Niro, and this is a completely just a uh, you know an opinion from the stands, Greeno, over the fence at the players, right? But uh, I think the thing with De Niro, it's about pride. 
so he's just he just keeps doing stuff because he wants people to keep talking about him. And you know, Maybe, yeah. if you look at the trends, like especially when Trump was in, he was he couldn't wait every single week to make some kind of statement or some kind of political fucking statement and get on a magazine. Yeah. And that smacks of uh, pride because he's got money. He doesn't need the money. Hmm. But, yeah, he'll just – I reckon he'll just keep doing movies because he's like, you know, are they talking about me? Not really, Robert. Well, I've got to get back out there. <laughs> back out there. But yeah. here's the thing. Like, he could have gone out on a high if he just quit acting after the Irishman because well. he had literally like a decade of murder and then – the Irishman kind of like, hey man, this, is, this one's pretty good. Like, this is like Nero Pesci. Am I allowed like to it? say? Am I allowed to say I, I didn't like it? it? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, nothing wrong with that. But I thought his performance in it was good. I didn't. I couldn't appreciate the performance because of the static fucking, you know, murder of the the dialogue and the plot would <laughs> strangled any life out of any of the characters anyway. So. Uh, it was around the two hour and 45 minute mark or something. I think it was when I was like, oh, look, you know, I've, I've, got, I've given it my best. What is it? Another hour and a half to go? Like, Jesus Christ. Wait for a long strap in. Yep. And I, I'm, I started wondering if Jimmy Hoffa was bored to death and then I turned it off. Maybe that's why he couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. He's just he's on the couch. He's like, "Fuck me!" Watching the movie. Still, yeah, still yeah. You couldn't it. you couldn't find him because he fell asleep in the cinema and he's under the chair somewhere, <laughs> bored to death. Yeah, from the Irishman. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I watched over the last uh, last week or so. Because it's funny. It's been good. I've now found myself in a position where I'm like, "Oh, well, now I'm back out of movies again." I've watched everything. Mm. Uh, everything? Surely, surely not. Ah, oh, well, the stuff that's left, I'm not, I'm not overly excited about it. Isn't it funny it how is. you got to like a movie before you'll commit to watching it? <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you, know, like, <laughs> you know what I've been doing, Greeno, lately? I'll give you a little story. I like stories about yeah. pinatas. Last couple of times I've uh, jumped on the couch or jumped in bed and thought I'll throw in a little Netflix because I'm at a similar crossroads to you. Uh, over the last kind of eight to nine months, I've you know watched far more movies and stuff than I think I ever have. So... Um, you know, I'm like, well, I'm kind of running out of stuff that tickles my fancy. I've started doing the surprise me button, Greeno, on the ah, streaming service. And, uh, yeah, it's you can just skip ahead. There's no commitment, so you don't have to feel like – because it's it's, a, it's surprise me, you can go into a movie and watch 10 minutes of it and think, well, I can just give up on this because it wasn't my yeah. idea in the first it place. Your choice. It was someone else's suggestion. Yeah, spot on. That's it. And, <laughs> and we have come across a couple of gems that I've watched – uh, there was a Tom Cruise movie the other day where he's uh, working for the is CIA. American yeah, American Made. That, that, that is still on my list to, to watch. That one does look all right. Yeah, you'll enjoy that. That's fun. Okay. And then uh, American Hustle came on last night, which I've never seen. And oh, I've, see, I saw that a few years back. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it, never heard of it. And the wife said, this is a really big movie. And I'm like, oh, I've never fucking heard of it. And then you notice all the <laughs> actors in it. And you're like, well, hang on, that's yeah. Christian Bale, and that chick's from that, and that guy's from that. And I'm like, hang on, there, yeah. there's so many good fucking actors in this. Um, uh, yeah, so that's next on my list. I haven't seen it yet, though. So. Oh, okay, no spoilers there. Um, a movie uh, worth checking out. Have you seen Molly's Game? Uh, no. No. Check that one out. That one's pretty good. It's about a, a former Olympic hopeful who uh, ends up getting into the underground world of, like, poker games based on a real-life story. Pretty okay. interesting. Right. So that, one, that was another kind of one that stood out. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. All right, fair enough. Check it out. There you go. It's um, the movie show here on a Friday the night. The movie show. We, we do this from time to time. Occasionally we just turn into a movie review show for the, for a couple of couple of minutes and we're like, oh, let's move on from there. Well, we didn't uh, even do a review. It was like, have you seen this? No, nah, you should. All right. <laughs> all right. It's all right. It's good. Like that, that's the extent of our analysis. Like seeing this one? Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Sweet. We'll watch that. News in the um, chat, Greeno, uh, from Daryl, our mate in Scotland. Good nice, Daryl. He said he's Daryl uh, No, it's Daryl. It's well, it might be okay. a bot as well, but this bot is called Daryl, and the bot says, okay. "I'm sick in bed." So he's also sick in bed, Greeno. Listen to this. So yeah, he, he's taking an other option. He could watch some quality movies, mm. or listen to us. He's chosen the latter. Yeah. Uh, wise choice, Daryl. Wise choice. No, it's because not. the other ones will always be there. No, it is. Yeah. It is. The other ones will always be there well, for so you. Will Netflix this. will be there. Yeah. Uh, but not not the live atmosphere. Can can you uh, 
directly communicate with Christian Bale and uh, Bradley Cooper. No, but you can watch. No, but you can watch uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch, Greeno, and then you can decide the fate of the characters in the movie. It's. Have you watched that yet? On you with your Netflix mooching. No, no, not yet. Oh, not you yet. need to, you need to check it out because I've look. I've I haven't done it yet. I've done like the first few minutes of it and then never went back to it. But it's <laughs> it's basically a movie version of a choose your own adventure book. So you, oh, there you go. the characters in the movie and you can choose which part which path he goes down. It'll be like you know oh. smack this person in the face or tell them this or do that or whatever, and you make the selection and then the movie follows on from there from the choices you make. So you can oh, go back good. and do it a few different times, and it'll be a different movie every time. The beauty of Choose Your Own Adventure. But there then, you yeah, like, oh, are, you able to do, are you able to do what you do with the Choose Your Own Adventure book and just, just find the page that has the ending you want and work yeah. backwards? Yeah, you just flick yeah. through the book and look for one, look for a page that has less writing on it, wouldn't you? That's what you would yeah. do. And that's then, the one you want. Yeah, and then work backwards. <laughs> Completely. Sorry, that's how the children adventures yeah. uh, Demo, uh, want to talk? I like to talk about the weather. I like to squeeze it in here because mm. uh, I think. Well, because the shows sometimes the you think the show's just not boring enough. <laughs> We're going to talk the weather. No, 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 hear me out here. So uh, I think someone's made a bit of a typo when when we've talked about these uh, once in a hundred year floods. Right, because there's been a lot of I them, haven't there? There's been a lot. We've had three in the last year, which yeah. makes me think yeah. they meant to write uh, once in a hundred day floods and have just fucked it up. Nice, so, so that's kind of uh, been an issue here in New South Wales and all through the East Coast for, for the last couple of weeks. Finally, we've got some random sunshine over the last couple of days. Um, but it got me, got me paying attention to the goings-on hmm. and the new panic buying. Oh, because, yes. Because, like, with the floods, there comes a panic buying. So, obviously, the original panic buying. Well, not just the, floods, uh, not just floods, but bushfires. Every time now bushfires, in Australia yeah. where something happens, and let's be fair here, floods and bushfires have always happened here. Like, it's not a new thing, you know. Weekly weekly basis, yeah. yeah now it's every week. <laughs> See, what is it? One every hundred days. Yeah. Fire, fire or flood this week? Ah, flood this week. Flood, All right, get yeah. the dinghy. Usually you have um, the fires and then the floods. So, you know, these things have been going on for a while, but we have become a nation of whenever something begins happening that everyone just goes out and rapes the local supermarket, cleans the go. shelves off, oh. Greeno. The byproduct of the uh, the pandemic where everyone just went nuts for bog roll and they're like, well, now any bad happens, better go flooding. So uh, this came out through the week uh, when uh, the floods were happening. Hmm. And water. 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 <laughs> now, the irony of the fact that people were panic buying water hmm. during the flood. flood <laughs> no, is not lost on this, yeah? <laughs> So true. It is not lost on me. Just out walk outside and open your mouth. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> right. around. Yeah. That's why we're in this issue. Uh, so there you go. So water, water is the new lettuce. New water is the new lettuce, which was the new toilet paper. Which was the new bog roll. Yeah, correct. So, we're slowly. Well what we're basically doing is slowly working our way into a different consistency. Because if you think about it, the bog roll is a certain consistency. The lettuce is like yeah. it's kind of like paper, but a little wet and slippery. And now we're yeah. just on water. So next it'll be air. We'll water. be panic breathing, yeah. Bruno. Panic, panic breathing. <laughs> yeah. Storing up as much air as possible. People will be buying oxygen tanks next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the lettuce, yeah. uh, quick story time from yesterday. Please. I like stories about pinatas. Picked up, uh, picked up some KFC for lunch. Ah, oh, did you check? Did you check the lettuce situation? I did. So, so what I did is, uh, is I'm like, something, something's different here. Mm. What I realised, the sneaky fuckers. Mm. Uh, like we're aware of the cabbage. Yes. So they're trying to pay a bit of like ducks and drakes. <laughs> ducks and, and drakes. Is they they're throwing in the cabbage, but they're mixing in a bit of actual lettuce. Oh, so like, oh no, that's a dick so move. Sick. <laughs> so I'm looking at it, I'm like They're you know, blending, like it's not pure Greeno No, so it's a little bit They're cutting, they're cutting the lettuce with, <laughs> They're cutting the lettuce with street grade fucking cabbage 
I was like, man, this is no good. This is terrible. Wow. Just fucking just don't put it on there. But yeah, I thought that was a, a nice little story time. Yeah, these are good little stories. I like yeah. stories about pinatas. The funny, the funny thing is, I had a chicken sandwich uh, delivered to me tonight from like this local chicken sandwich place, and they do like the kind of American style sandwiches, Greeno, and, like oh, yeah, deep yeah. fried chicken. And so this one was on a brioche bun. Deep fried chicken and coleslaw, which is basically fucking cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> it's cabbage. <laughs> it's cabbage with a bit of mayo. Now, what yeah. you get on a KFC burger is lettuce with a bit of mayo. But I, you yeah. know, I paid like fifteen bucks for this fucking chicken burger. I could get a four, a three or four dollar burger at KFC, and because they're blending in lettuce with cabbage, I'll go stick it up your ass, you fucking tight bastards. You know, you can't go ripping people off like that. I'm going to go next door and just have coleslaw burger instead. Coleslaw instead. Yeah. Well done. Pure cabbage. <laughs> nice, Gary. Pure cabbage. Nice work. Uh, one quick weather comment, uh, if I may. Uh, nice. Flick on the, the local local weather. And once again, we're, we're all about being uh, as, as welcoming Unity Day. We can, we're the creators of Unity Day here on this show. Yeah. So uh, we're all about making sure that everyone on this land is of, is of equal importance. This land is your <laughs> land. This oh, no. land is my land. So uh, what I've noticed is, it been a lot, like, have you noticed a lot more welcome to country stuff lately? Uh, oh, yeah. A lot more knowledge of the Indigenous culture? Mm-hmm. It's gone one step too far. Okay. Um, and, and hear me out here. This may, like, I don't want to get, like, you know, well, I'm already, down. I'm already offended, so you may as well I don't, don't want to get cancelled here. Yeah. But on the, on the weather, hmm. they decided to change all the names uh. To the original indigenous names. Oh, that would have been confusing. Which is great. Well done. Yeah. But now I have no fucking idea what temperature <laughs> my suburb is tomorrow because I don't know what the indigenous name for my suburb is. Well, see, now that's because you're ignorant, Greeno. <laughs> Culture. That's because you're culturally ignorant, you see. Now, I yeah. think you should probably get to work learning one of the many thousands of Australian indigenous <laughs> dialects. And, you know, trace it back to the original one. And then you won't have a problem if you just put in a little effort. I mean, don't you want to understand people who have a different lived experience from you, Greeno? I just want to know whether it was flood or fire the next day. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find my suburb. I just wanted to know if Uh, my house was going to burn down or be underwater. That's it. Yeah. Couldn't figure it out. Uh, That's that. Uh, A bit of of Nostradamo, sir. Um, yeah, a little bit of Nostradamo. We're following up on this one. Just in, Elon Musk terminates $44 billion Twitter deal, Greeno. Nice, Gary! And why, Greeno? What's the reason? SEC filing Twitter is in material breach of multiple provisions of that agreement, appears to have made false and misleading representations, Greeno. The bots. The bot accounts. The bots. The yeah. bot accounts. I could see this coming a fucking mile away. Well, as soon as as soon as he put the offer in, you have a beer for these big fucking acquisitions, Greeno. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you do or do you not have a period of time where you can go through the place and by that I mean the books with a fine tooth comb and fucking check everything that they're giving you. You can do that, right? That's your right when you're purchasing. It's called due diligence. Due diligence. So at some point, at some time, they were going to have to own up. Because those of us who have been on Twitter for a long time, we know there's like 20 fucking percent bots out there. We know. It's bots and promoted promoted tweets. Promoted tweets and bots. It's fucking plenty of it. And, you know, the insult is when they pretend that that's not true. And, you know, they'll ban actual live people off the off the platform and say that's not acceptable. But then the, you know, the AI is running fucking rampant on the place. So they were always going to have to open the books at some point and it was going to come to light. And, you know, if, if this does pull out, and it's still kind of 50-50 from what I can gather, but if he does pull out, you just watch the fucking... The value of Twitter will go through the fucking floor in a day, in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. It'll collapse. It'll crash. So interesting times. We might finally well, see the, the end. The shares of already down of basically chump change, I think. Yeah. So yeah, he's completely the- ruined them. Like he doesn't even have to. If let's just say he wanted to be uh, an activist or something, Greeno. Let's just say his mission was not to own Twitter but to destroy it. <laughs> he might do that. He, he might end up That's doing right. that. Yeah. Well, that's what's got me thinking. Maybe he's he's setting up his own social media platform, uh, but he needs to like take out the competition. And the easiest way to do it is to set a legal precedent yeah. where he's like, oh, back out. Oh, look at all this. Yeah, now you're going to lose a whole bunch of money because your, your advertisers are going to disappear because you've sold them. That, oh, no, no, it's only like 3% bots, but there's actually 20, et cetera. Hmm. Um, 
put them in a bit of a hole, and then he can come swooping in and be like, okay, Save now I'll the day. Yeah. I, you know what I think? I think he should buy Twitter, but then only make it accessible in a Tesla. <laughs> So, <laughs> so it's only available while you drive. Well, because the car's going to be driving itself around, isn't it? It's going to be a self-driving yeah, car. Cool. So if we can get the Twitter software to communicate directly with the hardware of the Tesla self-driving car, Greeno, what can happen is next time something's hashtagging on Twitter, your car could drive you directly to the Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah. You think about it. We could have we could have a little little alarm set. So if it's hashtag, you know, trans rights at the DC Capitol, it can go boop, boop, and just whiz you straight off to the protest to be part of the action, Greeno. Yeah, That'd I like it. Fantastic. Look at that. Nice. I don't know anything about automobiles. You don't know anything about Twitter. We just fucking solved it. Twitter's fixed it. Yep. Oh, not really. I didn't do anything. I just sat here. But yeah. you solved it. Okay. Team effort. Yeah. Uh, Damo, let's talk. Let's talk hero, shall we? Uh, July fourth uh, happened while we And there's a few heroes that you like to acknowledge around the Independence Day there sure. in America. Now, Joey Chestnut was one. Uh, took out his fifteenth straight World Hot Dog Eating Championship. So well done there. Did it, did it in a moon boot too. In a moon boot, you know. Well, he's in a vet. He's a he's a veteran uh, athlete, Greener. Yeah. And also did it uh, whilst fighting off a protester mid-eat. Really? Well, and what was yeah. the person protesting, like eating meat? or? Uh, yeah, it probably was a vegetarian thing. Uh, could have been a Black Lives Matter. Could have been a gun thing. Uh, what aren't the US protesting right now? There's a lot of fucked up <laughs> shit happening in our country. There's a lot of people protesting, I know that. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I guess that's probably got to be the most offensive thing a vegan could see, I think. Would be to watch, hot like, say, eating. yeah, hot dog eating contest because not yeah. only has the animal been processed and grinded and then fed into a tube, but, but <laughs> then you're also taking, got the extra. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and you, and yeah, that's right. And you're actually grabbing like four or five of these things and just shoveling them into your mouth <laughs> to the point of vomiting. Like, it's not for survival or anything. It's no. it's just for a it's for a circus act basically. Pure entertainment out there at Coney Island. Exactly. So yeah, I imagine that's probably got to be the worst thing a vegan can actually see. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. or that or Tucker Carlson tonight. One or the other. Right. <laughs> One or the other horrifies them more. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Uh, so we've got that option, but uh, he's, he's the man I've sent through that I think, personally, if, I, if I'm thinking, uh, if we need to get America back on the straight and narrow. Yeah, and happy and, birthday, and America, like, by the way, you know. On the, on the right track, birthday. moving forward, like, you know, uh, I don't see, I, I can't see this guy having any crackhead sons, uh, is what I'm saying. This is the man to lead America forward. Vote this dude 2024 would be my, I guess. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. So for our, our podcast listeners, what we've got here is a, a very buff, oiled up man. I mean, he looks like Scott Steiner out there, doesn't he? He looks he like Big Papa like Pump. There we go, shirtless on a boat. He's got he's put some dumbbells out there with him, and he's doing some uh, some curls. Yeah. He's got some bunches going off on yeah. the front of the boat. And I'm glad you said and that he, because if you had said fireworks, I would have had to have jumped in and said not really because they're the little things that go they're the tweeters screen. Yeah. They're they're only going kind of four feet in the air, which makes it better. Yeah. By the way, it does make it better. Yeah. At the same time. And then he's just like slammed down two tinnies. Two tinnies. And flexed on the video. Nice. Well, well done. Well done, America. This, this is the man we need to, to lead the country forward, I think. I can get down with that. Good for him. Good for him. Can't get any worse. No. Uh, Damo, let's let's end it on a political nice, Gary. Uh, Greeno's got involved in politics this year, yeah. where we established during the election. And, of that, of, and of that, we are all grateful, Greeno. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So I move back away, but then some something sometimes drags me back in, where I have to get a little bit of indulgence in the political content, and, mm. and this was the one that got that dragged me back in solely. This video, I don't know the reason why. Okay. I don't know why Boris was gone. Yep. I don't know what's happening in the background. Yep. I don't know who his replacement you is. You don't care. I don't know. 
I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But what I do care about is this. Okay, let's have a look. Couple of things. Firstly, we need to make sure that we keep the basic functions of government going. Uh, that's really important. There are, for example, uh, no ministers in DfE at the moment. That needs to be sorted out. Uh, secondly, I think we need to try and select a new leader as quickly as we reasonably can. <laughs> now, if you're listening to that or you're watching this, you're probably thinking, what's the big deal? It's a press conference and they've put the Benny Hill music over it. But that's not what's happening People are actually there on the site and they're playing the yeah. Benny Hill music in the background of the interview. Like, it hasn't been done with the video. I think, what was it? Hugh Grant tweeted a requested activist protesting outside Westminster to play the Benny Hill theme on the loudspeakers. When they did, it became the soundtrack for street interviews with leading Tories trying to explain the situation to the British people. So it is a nice context between, like, his serious talking points and the music. As quickly as we reasonably can. I and mean, obviously, uh, we need to make sure we make, make the correct choice, uh, but we should do it in a reasonably quick time. Yes. In terms of Boris staying on, the convention is that the outgoing... Like, is he a fucking idiot or what? Like, does he not... <laughs> well, no, he's, he's got a live cross. So he's live on TV, and they're like, well, you've got no choice. Oh, we're going to go to, you know, Jim over there in the front of uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, That's no. how little I know about uh, British politics. Yeah. And, and he's like, well, i got to go. And the no. protests are like, well... Crank up, crank up the Benny Hill. No, 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 crank up. You know what? Yeah, you know he is a fucking idiot. Because you know what you do? You say, "All right, I've got a live cross. Unfortunately, I can't do the interview out on the lawn like we were going to because of the protesters out there. But I'll call you from my office if that's okay. And if they say no, then say, okay, then have a good day. <laughs> so, nice. You know, I think talk to somebody the else network. then. You know. I think I think he works for the news network. Uh, like, this is a reporter. Yeah, but I mean, they—they they, he might be. No, this anyway, no this no this guy's a politician, I think, because as quickly as we reasonably can, I and mean, obviously uh, we need to make sure we make make the correct choice. Uh, no, we need to I make sure we make the correct choice. Yes, yeah, yeah, so this, uh, this is a politician. So you know, I would call it in from your office. Get the hell off the street because you look like a fucking idiot. Okay, okay, the convention is that the outgoing <laughs> prime minister the well, they um, don't have does the carry on. Uh, that's what happened when uh, Theresa May left office. Is what happened when David Cameron left office. And you know, given that, as we just a couple of things. There you go. Fantastic. <laughs> no. Well done. Good, good way to go to a break. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. 
Yes! Welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, bots. Bots, they're out there. Carrying on. Yeah, we, we were talking a little bit of uh, United States just before the break, Greeno, talking about a little bit of uh, politics. And I just thought I'd mm-hmm. throw this one in, Greeno, because as you know, we like to celebrate diversity here on the show. We're big fans of diversity. We love diversity. Love diversity. Yeah. You know, you brought up Unity Day before and all the all the great work we've been doing with Unity Day over the years, Greeno. Over the years. To bring people now. together. It really is. Yeah. It's become part of, uh, it's, you know, it's. It's second on the. It's on everybody's mind, every Australian's mind. Uh, come mm-hmm. January twenty six or whenever the fuck it is, Greener. So yeah. you know the big day, <laughs> Unity Day. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So we do love diversity and unity. And uh, the first lady, Joe Biden's Mrs. Greener, Jill Biden, she got up mm-hmm. and gave a speech to somebody. I don't know, Unidos US, whatever the fuck that is. Um, it's no, it's no Unity Day, that's for sure. It's Unidos US or Unidos. Is there Unidosis. Is, it, is that too close? Is there a copyright infringement, perhaps, that we could uh, be looking into? You reckon we can take it down, <laughs> Greeno? Like Uni, Unidos, Unity. Like I've seen more frivolous lawsuits than that. Mm. Now, I mean, if we were ever going to turn Unity Day into a floppy disk drive PC game, Greeno, we would Correct. have to call it Unity DOS. Unity DOS. Yeah. 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 And we're talking. Now now we're, we're talking. talking. Speaking of talking, yeah. uh, she, <laughs> she's uh, she, apparently apparently Greeno the the people of Latin heritage in the United States or Latino heritage or Latina mm-hmm. heritage if you're female or from somewhere else. I don't know. It's a bit yeah. of a mystery to me in that part of the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because I celebrate diversity, Greeno clearly. Have and, you seen the uh, Jennifer Lopez stripper movie yet? No, I didn't know there was one. Oh. Hustle, check it out. I think it's Hustle, Hustle, Hustlers, Hustlers. That's the one. Hustlers, okay, I will check it out. Hustlers, check that one out. Jennifer Lopez. Oh, for educational purposes, you mean, to learn more about the Latinas. You said you don't understand the Latinas. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you might need to watch the Jennifer uh, Lopez uh, stripper movie. Right. Yeah, definitely educational purposes. Educational purposes, of course. And, Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it really helps because I because I lack this cultural understanding, Greeno, of different parts and different communities. It really helps when mm. somebody, someone who's educated, like Jill Biden, uh, somebody like her. Sorry, pardon me, Doctor Jill Biden. Doctor Ng, yeah, she, correct. Yeah, she, yeah, she did. She got one of those. Oh, thanks for coming, doctorates from a university or something. I'm not sure. Um, so you know, Doctor Jill Biden, when she puts it in a way that helps me understand. The cultural differences okay. in the world, Greeno. So you'll like this. It's educational. Have a look. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, mm. as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> what? Nice, <laughs> We have to back up just a couple of seconds because I'm going to show you my favorite bit here. You can actually, and I'm going to p- turn the volume up a bit. You can actually hear a few boos in the crowd. Now, remember, they're <laughs> here to see her. They're, they're like, oh, we yeah. love you, Jill. And it's that kind of response where you hear a few people who are probably, you know, mentally retarded or some such. Uh, they're cheering. <laughs> yeah, Jill, yeah, we love you, yeah. But it's very scattered. And most most of the reaction is just like a kind of gentle murmur. Like, have a little bit. Is your strength. Hang on. Antonio. Breakfast tacos in San Antonio. Antonio. (laughs) 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 Do you think maybe they're not fans of the breakfast taco? Put it out there. Like maybe that's the issue. They're, they're cereal lovers. It's an audience of cereal uh, lovers out there. Or pop tarts. Uh, to American <laughs> listeners, let us know in the chat or get in touch with us. Is there such a thing as a breakfast taco? I thought it was a breakfast burrito. 
Uh, there's definitely bro- well, look, it's it's if you're eating at breakfast, isn't it? Then it, then it becomes <laughs> yeah. a breakfast whatever. Yeah. To be to be fair, I used to make a. Uh, I've had a, breakfast a, steak, a Greeno. Have breakfast. you ever heard of that? Breakfast steaks. I've done that. Yeah, break. Yeah, I've done breakfast steak and breakfast pizzas. It, it happens. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Like, ignore me. Let's move on. No, but it's true. Yeah, like why is it? Why is a taco place open at breakfast? Mm. Unless Fair they call. unless they serve breakfast tacos, Greeno. Unless they serve breakfast tacos, but once again, like a Porto's is open, yeah. and you can't get yourself a breakfast chicken. Um, can't you? Can you get a breakfast chicken burger Actually, with bacon no, or something? You can. You can. I think they do do a chicken one, chicken and egg. Chicken and uh, egg. Okay. Yeah, chicken. It's actually not too bad. I think I have eaten it once before. I just, it's I just right. wouldn't know where to begin with that one, Greta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Bravo. Give you some fucking nice, Gary. <laughs> nice, Gary. Uh, so, are you saying that uh, Jill's being a little bit inconsiderate here? Um, well, I'm saying that she doesn't understand. <laughs> I'm saying she uh, clearly doesn't understand that taco is supposed to be a lunchtime food, Greeno. Dinner, yeah, obviously. Dinner or lunch? Yeah. So Look, what would you throw on? What would you? Th- what would you throw on a taco f- to have it for breakfast, Greeno? Bacon and eggs. Well, I, I I have legitimately done a breakfast taco before. It was a, it's called a festive fiesta taco. Hmm. It's a, a Christmas taco. Yeah. You've got uh, you got your chicken. Uh, you've got. Like a, a bit of a guac type thing. <laughs> Hang on, Greeno, in the chat. Dr. Climate yeah. Abortion in the chat asks, what does this I have to do with baseball? Nice game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Give fuck. You, you got a nice game. Give him another one. <laughs> nice game. Fun fact, Dr. Climate Abortion, we opened the show with baseball we did, today. And you fucking missed it, yeah. mate. You weren't here. Yeah. We did open. But plenty more to come. We've got uh, Shohei Statman. Oh, let's not do it twice. We can do it when we get to the baseball segment. We don't have to do it now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll put it out. Teasers. Teasers. Teasers for Dr. Climate Abortion. He's one of our six legitimate Dr. listeners. Dr. Climate um, Abortion. <laughs> he's, so, he's so good. Um, <laughs> we've got we got some Shohei and we got some Shohei. Uh, we got some streaking stat man a little bit later streaking as well. So fantastic. Should we should we play the uh, American Hero video? Yeah. Did you see the American Hero? Yeah, video? I think we've seen enough of this bigoted cunt, Greeno, for one <laughs> night. Yeah, we've got that. <laughs> oh, Dark what? guys. Now, Damo, uh, <clears throat> T20, we're not big fans of T20. We've talked about it before no. uh, plenty of times. It's it's not real cricket. We don't care. No. Like, fucking let's move on. Let's just pretend it. Like, we know it's there, but yeah. pretend. If we ignore it long enough, hopefully it'll just go away. We like, um, Green and myself are traditionalists in the cricket community. We like the, the old version of cricket that goes for a week, goes for five days, uh-huh. one game. And the kids, mm-hmm. the kids these days, Greeno, they want to be in and out. And twenty T yeah. twenty uh, goes for a couple of hours. They're in and out, and they're on their way home. So mm-hmm. yeah, but we we reject all modernity in cricket. Greeno, don't not fans yeah. of it. But it does have its upside from time to time, doesn't it? And Correct. It, it appears an upside of twenty twenty is the its ability to bilk Russian gamblers out of money, out of their rubles. Yeah. Greeno, unbelievable story from India today: a group of farmers and unemployed youngsters have been busted running a fake Indian Premier League, which is the cricket comp in India, <laughs> and conning Russian punters into betting on it. Nice, Gary! <laughs> I need to see the the videos because what these guys did, they, they set up a fake fucking cricket match, right? Yeah. With fake teams and they got like HD cameras. You know what? I say let them keep the money. Because this uh, is scroll down about four more tweets and you got some video. Oh, look at this. Okay, so here is their fake cricket competition and they had people betting mm. on it. Look at they got the graphics and everything. Look at this. Now the so pitch the does look got- a little worse for wear. It doesn't look like an IPL standard pitch, Greeno, I've gotta be honest. <laughs> and we don't normally have witches hats on either side of the stumps. <laughs> <laughs> now the umpire is also wearing track pants, Greeno. <laughs> Nice, Gary. Which would also obviously appeal to the Russian gamblers, I imagine, you know. Yeah. Because you've got to speak so to I'm, the audience. I believe what might have happened is they got some graphics from an existing game, I believe. Well, they got to put it on there to make it, make it look legit. Yeah, this is not an existing. Look, look at this. Look at the state of this cricket pitch. Oh, the pitch is a different <laughs> thing. Like, you at least could have got, like, if you got some farmland, you could at least could have, like, 
pulled this con before the cows had fucking eaten all the grass. Well, like let the, let the turf come a bit lush first, and yes. then be like, okay, now we can now we can film, now we can record. Uh, they, they put no effort in there, and that's obviously astroturf. Well, Doctor Climate Abortion, Doctor Climate Abortion makes the point that I was going to make earlier, Greeno. They, I, I reckon they get to keep the money because this is so much more effort than just say sending out an email scam. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? They had to film it and you know broadcast it and take bets and offer odds and rig the games. There's so much more work involved. So I say let them keep the money. Uh, aren't we happy now? I thought that everybody wanted to rip Russians off now. Isn't that what we've been told? Right? Take the Russian well, here's money. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. Out of all the people to piss off in the world, are the Russians probably the best bet? <laughs> Do you reckon they might bomb India next, Greeno? Maybe, as I'm saying, like this little farm, look out. Mm. Anything could happen. Drone strike on that one particular farm. But well done. Yeah. Definitely well, nice Gary to these ones. Nice Gary. Kind of nice Gary. kind of T20 I could actually get behind. Yeah. Anything that uh comes in. Like how how much of a degenerate gambler are you that you'd need to play <laughs> bet on <laughs> an offline site on Indian Premier League? I know. It's like, a, that is degenerate of- levels of gambling. <laughs> That is insane levels of gambling. Now, mind you, now, mind you, yesterday I did put a bet, I did put a multi, eight-legged multi bet on with tennis players from countries that I couldn't even pronounce, Greeno, playing in some kind of shitty tournament on the other side of the world. We have have no idea if that's even happening. You know what I mean? No. We wouldn't know. Yeah, fair point. So, you know, how often do you bet on, like, fucking Russian badminton or something? <laughs> you know, I've done my fair yeah. share of those those bets that you throw out. It's like, hey, i got 10 bucks. I'll, th- I'll have a lash at something. Have a lash from there, the Russian badminton, yeah. yeah. Uh, fair, fair point. So we fit into the same bucket. We've probably got conned in this. This is probably one of our missed legs. <laughs> you reckon we've bet on the Punjab Holden cars or something? <laughs> Gee, that's a new IPL what? team. What are they? <laughs> What are they called? Yeah, the scammers. Yeah, they're paying four bucks in the head to head. This is free money. It's worth a lash. The odds, um, the odds are one thousand to one. <laughs> like really? I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh yes, that sounds very good. Oh look, yeah. they just took another ways at the wicket and they call this thing. <laughs> you know the only thing that this IPL is missing? Uh, no, uh, should be Shack Bet. Shack Bet. You know where? Shack doing an advertisement. <laughs> You know, when I'm betting on the Indian cricket leagues, <laughs> there's only one place I go. Gujarat Village. <laughs> yeah. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Well done, boys. Uh, Damo, uh, like, uh, uh, got, how many have we got in the chat? Uh, six, six bots only. Six bots. Excellent. That's six bots. You know, last half at the moment. We understand. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's not <laughs> what has that got to do with anything? <laughs> We've got, we got a, lot, a lot of things going on. Uh, uh, but... What we try and do on this show is raise raise the spirits, lift the spirits, bring people up yep. at a time time of need and sunshine and rainbows. Of, I came across a, a piece of uh, cinematic history, if you will, throughout mm. the course of the week that yeah. should be conserved in film uh, under lock and key, twenty four hour guard to make sure should be in the preserved. fucking should be in the fucking Smithsonian, Greeno. Smithsonian, if we can. Uh, any way, shape, or form, we need to make sure that this footage will never, ever be lost for not just this generation, but future generations to come. Mm. Uh, and we'd like to share it with the uh, the, the blockheads out there. Uh, just enjoy. This is Steve Urkel and B. Arthur combining their powers mm. for some beautiful cinematic history. Crank out the music. It's time to do the Urkel. Bring out the Urkel. Now, kids, if you're watching this one day, this was in a, in a period of television history where everybody had a CD, Greeno. Yeah. Everybody yeah. put any, a CD. Any out. successful kind of like sitcom star, uh, you had to have a cross-promotion. So mm. uh, I think Bart Simpson, a fictional character. Do the Bartman. A cartoon. 
had a number one hit with Do the Bart Man. And anyway, you can mooch some extra cash off the punters. Absolutely. You could do it. And and this this particular generation, Urkel was huge during Urkel this period. Was huge. And like, how much how much uh, cash milk can we suckle off the off the Urkel seat? And uh, a lot by the looks of it, because yeah. I guarantee this bad boy would have been a bestseller. Oh, and, <laughs> and when it comes to suckling, Greeno, B. Arthur is one of the suckliest, <laughs> one of the suckiest yeah. <laughs> sucklers who's ever sucked. Yeah, I'll just steal a line from the Simpsons, Greeno. She will suckle yeah. on anybody's teat because, look, let's be let's be uh, honest here. We've got young, talented black guy on the rise and old Jewish woman. No, it was always going to end up this way, Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> So I hear you're making a lot of money these days, Circle. <laughs> oh, All right. How much do you reckon it costs for a a copy of the Urkel Dance? Oh, what now? Today we can buy now, the Urkel yeah. Dance. Oh, we can buy it on CD, CD now, or maxi single. Mac, what the fuck is a maxi single? Is that a tape? That's it's a cassette, cool. Greeno. I think it might be a, a cassette. It's correct. a cassette tape. I'm going to say for retro purposes. Now, I, I'm going to say what I think it should be worth and what yeah. I think it actually is worth. It should be worth five figures. should be 10,000, yeah, 15, 20 grand, somewhere in that. I'm going to say I yeah. can probably pick up a copy of this for, say, two ninety nine. Oh, so close to two fifty three. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Now, what what do you get on the uh, Urkel Dance maxi single slash CD? Hmm. You get the Urkel Dance full mix. The full mix. You get the uh, okay. you get the Urkel Dance instrumental. Okay. You get the Urkel Dance bonus beats. <laughs> bonus beats. And you get beats. the Urkel da- and you get the Urkel Dance radio edit. Now, why would in. you have the radio why would edit? You get that? Yeah. yeah. And the full version, and, Greeno. Yeah. And, and my, I guess my question would be, why would you want to miss out on one minute, uh, 34 seconds of extra brilliance yeah. between the radio edit and the full mix? It's just that they just extend the bridge for an extra one minute and 34 seconds, and it just keeps going, do the Urkel, do the Urkel dance. That's just an extra 90 seconds of that. So anyway, let's yeah. carry on here. Television history. Ah, uh, there we go. B start the movement. Do it. That's right. They don't make TV like they used to. <laughs> nice, Gary! <laughs> My word. That's our new profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> In her mind, all she's thinking is, "I gotta find my agent because." Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh, to be man. fair, it doesn't look like she's having much fun in that moment. <laughs> she's having a good time. She looks like she's having a bowel movement. It's not funny. Oh, let's see how they go out. How can you top that? Um, let's see how they, they finish this off with a bang. Yep. Oh, I think we're dancing. Do the Urkel dance. The early 90s, Greeno. So good. Doesn't get so much good. better than that. Fantastic stuff. It doesn't. Um, should we just plough through to the end of the episode? Plough through, Greeno. Kick it home. Let's plough through. What do we got? Uh, record break. We don't, once again, we don't like talking about English cricket all that often because mm. they, they managed to win 
win a test pretty dramatically uh, last week. But when history is made, we've got to make sure we throw in a stat, man. We've and uh, We've got to tip our hat, Greeno. <laughs> Every time a record falls, you've got to tip your hat to whoever broke it, right? Yeah. You've got to make a big deal yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, not only broke the record, smashed it. Smashed it. Smashed it. <laughs> Uh, Stuart Broad went for 35 in one test over. The previous most expensive over in test history went for 28 runs. So the over went four, five wides, seven no balls. Mm. Which, how does that happen? How do you get seven no balls? Uh, no ball and a six. Ah, oh, my apologies. Yeah, spot on. Uh, four, 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 six, one. Yep. Well done. There you Brody. go. I mean, Brody. <laughs> 35 off one. 35 and over. Well, half, half, eight, you know, there's only one player in their team that averages more than 35 with the bat. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Root. <laughs> Joe Root, spot on. Someone got Brody off one over. <laughs> off one over got more than the, the rest of the team's fucking average. Yeah, so true. Yep. So true. There you go. Um, yeah, somehow they won that. that. That series, I mentioned in our chat, that it's difficult. Like, that's a hard one, India v. England, because you is there a way they can both lose? Yeah, we just want everyone to lose that one, don't we? Everyone to lose if possible for that yeah. particular And throw game. South Africa in too. That's, that's it. We can have a three-way comp between England, South Africa, and India, and they can all lose. All lose, <laughs> Man, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we like to touch on journalism. We, we like to make sure that sports journalism, journalism in general, but also sports journalism, lives mm. up to the, the high standard that's been set over the years. And I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised this week when uh, I got to see the New York Post is still living up to the, the high journalistic uh, standards that they've set in years gone by. Ciara pops Russell Wilson's pimples on boat during Italian getaway. Nice, Gary! <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, firstly, it, why are you out there filming them out on a boat? Hmm. Secondly, uh, what, how did, who signed off on this? Like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm. you know what? I'm going to have to click the link because it worked. All right. They sucked me in. I'm going to click the link. No, I'm going <laughs> to click. I'm going to click the link because I want to see if this is an actual, if they did an article about this. Look at this. Yeah, it's an article. Because I thought, well, maybe it's just a headline. No, it's an article. The 36-year-old right. singer appeared to squeeze a pimple on Wilson's face during their vacation in Italy on Tuesday as the longtime couple took a boat ride on Lake Como, Greeno. <laughs> Journalism. Wow. Yep. These people these people got degrees for this, yeah. which is kind of sad. Yeah. Now, do you reckon they go home at the end of the day going, honey, honey how'd your day, honey? Well... Put a, put a nice little piece together. What was it about? Oh, Russell Wilson's. Are they uh, something? They like donate anything to charity or help progress anything forward? No, no, no. Out in the boat, popped a pimple. What? Pop a picture too. <laughs> Pop a pimple. Paparazzi, paparazzi pimple poppers. Greeno, they're out there. You've got to be careful. Yeah. I there mean, it's, it's riveting three, stuff. Three, four. Yeah, that is it is riveting stuff. Oh, here's her looking at her phone. I mean, that's literally what it says here. Kiara looks at her phone while with husband. Looks at her phone. Like, they're not even trying anymore, are they? No, they're not. Like, there's no editors. There's no no. There's no quality checking. It's just like, just fucking put it up. How many do you need? We need six articles a day. All right. What do you got? We got Russell. All right. All right. Put him in there. Let's check out. Let's check out the author then. Um, does she have any social links? Open link in your tab. Come on. No. Okay. It's just by. What else does this that's, author that's, do? I reckon that's. I reckon that's staff writers there. Uh, no, it's someone. It's um, Jenna Lemoncelli, Greener. Oh, jeez. Model girlfriend of Dodgers star Penn Sweet birthday tribute. Yeah, so nothing. Yep. Okay, so this is basically someone who's got a job in the sports department who has no right to be there, basically. <laughs> yep. Okay. It looks as though. It looks as though that's that's what we're going for here. Like, she should be writing for Entertainment Tonight or something, but instead she had to settle for the New York Post Sports Edition. Yeah. Uh, model Only girlfriend of Dodger Star Pen Sweet Birthday Tribute. What's this? NCAA champion wrestler, signee off team after sexual assault allegation. 
Uh, there's one about Sean Payton, okay. Uh, Stark quarterback closing in on new deal after off-season of drama, Greeno. So we love the drama. Yeah. Yep. Uh, rips LeBron James say, over Brittany. Just write six, six, seven articles a day. Yeah. There's your problem. Mm-hmm. Six or seven articles a day he's posting there. That's too many. You can't you can't do it actually with something worthy no. if you've got to worry about six or seven different things. Yeah, look at this. Like, so July 13, she wrote, let's go back to the start of July 13, actually, because, whoa. Okay, here's just July 13, all right? At 8.02 a.m., personal Baker Mayfield has week one matchup against Browns circled. 9.34 a.m., NFL legend says some former football players claim to have CTE for money. 12.10, Zach Wilson's mum demands people stop calling her friends after quarterback's alleged drama. <laughs> why Gronk excluded Patriots in second retirement statement. 4.39, former pro bowler in won't play in NFL this season to focus on boxing. 5.08, 8.18. Uh, so, so just on July 13, there was six, six articles. Yeah. Yeah, that's a content farm that they're running there. That isn't is an it? absolute content farm. You know what happens? Like, my daughter, she likes to like write little stories. Mm. And then throughout the course of the day, she'll kind of drop them on my desk. Like, hey, dad, here you go. Mm. And it's a nice little story about like some shit inside the house. And then she'll come back a couple hours later. There's another one, blah, blah, blah. That is the equivalent. My daughter could write for the New York Post. I've, I've come to realize. So basically, Just what you're saying. So basically, you're saying that the New York Post is treating this girl and her articles like, that's lovely, sweetheart. I'm going to put that up on the fridge. We'll put that up on the fridge. Yeah. We're going to keep them all because we don't want to upset her. Yeah. Because she might be upset if she's throwing them in the bin. Yeah. And it's like, well, if she keeps writing fucking six or seven of them a day, we're going to have to start getting bigger fucking magnets because, because <laughs> you know, if you put too many magnets or the, uh, too many pieces of paper, Greeno, the magnet starts slipping down the fridge, doesn't it? Mm, Can't keep hold correct. anymore if you put a phone book up against it. So, yeah. There you go. Sorry, I'm just looking up Jenna Lemoncelli. Jenna Lemoncello. Uh, Old frame glasses, Greeno? No, Old frame glasses does look like the kind of person who writes a gossip column, I must admit. Okay. Yeah. Wow, fuck that. Author at the Hollywood Wire. So she used to work at the Hollywood Wire. Uh, And yeah, that's about it. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Uh, We wish her all the best. Um, I feel feel dumb off seeing that article, to be fair. Uh, All of it. Just overall. Mm. You've ruined the show, Greeno. Let's get something that uh, always brings our mood back up. Mm. Fucking Shohei Otani. Fuck, we love this dude. Uh, I I have, I'm not even a baseball fan, and I have serious man love for this man, Shohei Otani. You can't help it. I can't. He's he's that good. Well, because every week he's doing something historic. I know. It's ridiculous. How did that happen? And no, when we say just, historic, we don't mean Stuart Broad type of historic. No, you know. not that kind of story. Not bad historic. Positive. Yeah, good. So, good so uh, this week, 40, 40 strikeouts and zero earned runs in his last four starts. <laughs> Only ML pitchers to do this since they started tracking it back in 1913. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times it's happened in history of baseball. Kershaw now, twice. On that list, yeah. Yeah, names on that list. Scherzer's going to be a Hall of Famer. Sal's probably a Hall of Famer. Kershaw's a Hall of Famer. R.A. Dickey had a stupid, crazy good year that year. Uh, Santana would have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't blow out his arm. Uh, and I don't know who Choho Park is. And then you've got Ray Culp from 1968. That's it. And he hits. Let's not forget that. He hits as well. And he hits. Uh, that's one statement. Then they've gone, okay, well, how about we do 50 strikeouts and one or zero earned runs in a five-outing span since earned run was official in 1913, mm. that list gets smaller. Shea Chris Sale, Clayton Kershaw, R.A. Dickey, and Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, oh, Greeno. Yeah. There you go. He just keeps on doing it, like, every week, just something something new. He uh, He's that kid where, like, you're just like, oh, man, I'm going to play that guy again. Just for the simple fact, there's that one kid who just does everything on the team, and you're like, oh, he's probably going to win it for him. Like, yeah, when you played knowledge. when you played kids football, the the team that would win would be the team that had the best player. You know, yeah. so because they would just chuck it to the guy who can just run around everybody. There's always one mm. kid on a team, the best team, who's just ridiculously ten times better than everybody else, and you just pass yeah. it to him, and it's just like pass it to Scotty, give it to Scotty. Yeah. You know, every time you lose. It gets to the point where the coach says, can you just not score so many tries? Can you let some of the other guys score some tries and stuff, you know? Get to the trial line, then pass the ball just then, just yeah. 
let, let little Jimmy get a get a try just to feel good. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what Shohei's doing in major leagues, though, because the only games they're winning at the moment is when he pitches and he still and he ends up scoring more runs with the uh, when he has the bats for his own thing because he's like no one else is helping him. He's got the best player in the world in Mike Trout with him. Uh, but Mike's been injured this week, but Shohei's just taking care of business. He's in Shohei the best in the world now, though. Like, uh, yes, he is. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, he is now. But yeah. Mike Trout may be the greatest hitter oh, of all time. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So Sho- Shohei's in in his own kind of realm. It's hard. It's hard to kind of put him into a category because he's his own category. Uh, yeah. He's that good. So nice to have more stat mans there. Mm. And uh, we'll wrap up the show with a bit of a streaking stat man. One for our Uni Day reporter Troy. Yep. Seattle Mariners secured their first 10-game winning streak in 20 years. <laughs> nice, Jerry. This week. Nice, Jerry. Years Crazy Uncle Jerry DePoto, Greeno. Something's working Got him up back. there. Yeah. Well, he, he's the, I was getting worried, right, because they were so far back in their division and in the wildcard race. I'm like, look, Crazy Uncle Jerry is not going to be a buyer at the deadline. He's going to be selling them off, s- you reckon. He might sell a bit. But he can't sell too much because they've just bought all these players. Like mm. he's gonna he's gonna have to hold Pat. Can, now, is there a minimum time like you have to hold a player after you buy them, or can you buy them in and then trade them out an hour later? Jerry Jerry has traded players the same day, bought them in, shipped them off. Wow, same day. There's no minimum. It's in and out. Thanks for coming. Um, Jerry finds a way. So well done. Looking forward to seeing because uh, trade deadlines August, I think this year. Mm. Um, so I got a little bit of time, but yeah, Jerry, time to work your magic. But yeah, Mariners got another win today, so I think they're up to 11, uh, 11 or twelve now. So, so. First time, so they're all going to start going off their tits now and talking about pennants again, Greeno, or is that what they do? No, well, no. Well, the thing with Seattle is they just need to make the playoffs. They've made the playoffs since two thousand two. Yeah, right. So and it wasn't so Randy Johnson playing for them back then or something as well. Uh, no, I think he'd left by by two thousand and two. Okay. Um, <laughs> Could be wrong, but at the same time, it's like yeah, they just need to get out of that that first hurdle of getting to the playoffs, and then you worry about pennants. They're not gonna get, they're not gonna win the division because Houston's just too far ahead. Mm. Uh, but they've got a, a good chance at one of the three wild card spots. Currently sitting in uh, second place in the wild card. There you so, go. And Doctor uh, Climate Abortion, a Mariners fan as well, Greeno in the chat. Oh, there we go, double you down. I actually like this. The Marin, my favorite Mariner stat. I think it was you who sent it to me. Is they've had more ruptured testicles in the last twenty years than the uh, Penguins. Than Penguins. Uh, well, then playoff the appearance. Playoff yeah, yes, three ruptured, on. three ruptured testicles, and no playoff appearances. <laughs> yeah, makes you wonder. Is it all, was it all worth it, Greeno? The greatest end. stat man ever. That yeah. one. All right, there you go. Let's get the hell out of here, shall we? Plugs before we go. Nice early one tonight. Nice got in early. Got out early. Yeah, I like uh, it. Imagine what happens when I'm I'm not coming in drunk and just rambling on, pointless shit. Yeah, I know. I didn't have a beer. I didn't have a beer this afternoon until we started the show either, because I was just too tired to. You know, we we must be getting old when I'm too tired to get drunk. You know, like yeah. I, I must be turning into an old man now because it's like, oh, it's not worth it. Mind you, I did get drunk yesterday and go to bed at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. So there's, there's your problem. That's, Get today that's off my problem. You work today. No, of course I worked. Got to work. That, that could be a problem. But here's the thing. Early finish, mm. not many beers tonight. Nice and fresh to get hammered over the weekend. That's right. Lining up the weekend. Yeah. Big weekend of footy, Greeno. Footy, footy, footy. So footy, looking footy, forward footy. to that. You'll be, be out of it. We've got enough time. To, you can watch the end of Friday Night Footy. Uh, yeah, that's true. Second half, baby. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. All right. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell